Today's show is sponsored by Chronic Flatulence. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to The Technical Difficulties. I'm Tom Scott. Joining me in the studio today, he reads books you know. It's Chris Joel. Two. Everybody's favourite Gary Brannan. Gary Brannan. Where's my trainers? Where's my shoes? My feet, they've got salmon on them. And the bounciest man on the internet, Matt Gray. Eric Sykes, bikes, trikes and ducks. <laughs> the way this show works is very simple. <laughs> I have a deck of classic trivia question cards and my class coming in them from 1984. I'm going to read out an answer. All you have to do is guess the question. Right hand gets you a point and a ding. And also a prize for particularly good answers, which is... Mystery Biscuits! And you get a prize for the speed of that delivery. And <laughs> said the nurse to the doctor. <laughs> so without further ado, your first answer is... The trombone. <laughs> okay, apparently that's just inherently fun. Can I can I just dust off what is the name of Matt Gray's penis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You no can dust joke. it off oh, any time you want. Old <laughs> joke back from the dead. The thing is that that's so vintage now. It's almost pleasing to see it. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a London old style London bus just chugging round every so often, isn't it? Oh, memories. Hey, eh? the time we had a go on Matt Gray's penis. <laughs> The trombone. Yep. Nat- name a naturally funny musical instrument. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last thing you'd want to find in a toilet? <laughs> hang on, hang on. No, I'm just thinking of sitting down in a toilet and just <laughs> beneath the water. <laughs> the slide coming out. <laughs> we are looking for an underwater trombonist here, but I'm sure that can oh, be done. That's got to be a euphemism. <laughs> the underwater <laughs> trombonist. The tr- so we're looking for a what, famous trombonist. Yes. Uh, were they in Madness? No, older than that. Trombonist and bandleader. Oh, uh, Duke Ellington. No. I didn't think he played the trombone. Glenn Miller? Yes. Really? Was point. He, he was a tromboner. Was what he? instrument did Glenn Miller play? Due to obviously what happened, uh, he is now an underwater trombonist, most likely. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh come on, that's not too soon. <laughs> <laughs> 70 years ago now. Your next one, then. The Belgian Congo. <laughs> Is that Name a place that's dark and inaccessible and not my trousers. <laughs> uh, this question is uh, somewhat out of date now. Where does one find Umbongo? No, when do, where does one find Belgian Umbongo? Le Umbongo. Le Umbongo. Le Umbongo. I'm the man of Bongo. <laughs> Le Umbongo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new fragrance by Calvin Klein, isn't it? <laughs> It'd smell all right, though, wouldn't it, really? Maybe you some fruit here, at least. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cheap no, to make no. as well. Yeah, just, just missed that. In a <laughs> atomized Umbongo. Long. Oh, I'm all sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it attracts the bees and the bugs. <laughs> Le Umbongo. Le Umbongo. For the men with bees and wasps. <laughs> Covered in bees, hey. like a London bus struggling through. It's good to see that one again. To be yes. honest, <laughs> the Belgian Congo uh, is it a it's colony not, of it, France or something like that? It's not. How can it be a colony of France? You tithead! It's Belgian <laughs> Congo. Thanks for covering that. <laughs> Love them. God. It's not the Congo with the best waffles either. Can we have a clue? Yeah, oh, we're, we're looking for what it was called in well, nineteen eighty-four when this card came out. Look, uh, the oh, Democratic so Republic I... of Congo. No, that's what it's called now. Oh, say, oh, so, well, I, it's... so I did ought to know this. I thought I did, there but is... I can't for the life of me. There have been all sorts of name changes and splits and Le Congo there. Belgique. No, we were looking for Zaire. Zaire. Mm. Your next one, gents, is uh, the president and vice president who were caught in a car together on the back. Seat. 
Scandal. Well, actually, the they probably get chauffeured everywhere, don't they? Matt, you actually have the exact wrong answer to that question. You you could literally. Who must never travel together? There we go. <laughs> Spot on, Gareth. <laughs> For that reason. <laughs> what? Because Matt Gray knows where they are. No, Sorry, the animal just... magnetism <laughs> brings up the thought of some kind of backseat loving between Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Which oh, is... oh! One for our listeners in the colonies there. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently this is the colonial special. I'm not mm, sure. Yeah, I'm not... yeah. Piss Sounds like the you. worst thing you get from a takeaway, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Your next one then, Lambeth Palace. It's it's where sheep give birth. Lambeth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's kebab shop. <laughs> lamb afterbirth. Uh, oh. Where does the Archbishop of Canterbury live in London? Yes, spot on. Hey, <laughs> what's been the London residence of the Archbishops of Canterbury since the 13th century? I think you give it a decorate, wouldn't you? Maybe trade up to a semi-detached or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not much of a palace. It's actually just a terrace somewhere in Muswell Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's just the middle one. Maybe not Muswell Hill. Maybe Lambeth. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you actually missed an obvious... That's brilliant. You actually moved Lambeth Palace from Lambeth to Muswell Hill. And that's why the Congo is a French colony, isn't it, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can throw it around. People in glass houses. <laughs> it, my greenhouse has no windows these days. Don't, don't tell me about that. It's a shed, Gary. Bollocks. I wouldn't... I wouldn't... This wooden greenhouse is terrible. My plants just... <laughs> but it was painted green. <laughs> <laughs> Your next one, a crease, crease, <laughs> or crease. Crease or crease? Crease, crease, or crease. They're spelled three different ways there. What would you see if you looked down the back of my trousers? <laughs> <laughs> three clefts. <laughs> He's got some, some issues back there. Matt Gray's <laughs> tri-cleft arse. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a rough book, tri-cleft shot? <laughs> oh, no. What was it again? Well... It's crease, 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 crease. spelt three different ways. K-R-I-S is the last one of them. No, blank looks all round. So it's a wavy-bladed Malaysian dagger. Tip of my tongue. <laughs> Tom, tip of my tongue. Which, is that a nickname for your penis? <laughs> Are we going back to that joke? I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> the wavy-bladed Malaysian dagger in my pants. <laughs> your next one, then. Eusebio, or possibly Eusebio. No, you CBO. You CBO. Portuguese footballer. Oh yes, you know what World Cup uh, he was in? One of the fifties ones, anyway. No, it was nineteen sixty-six. Oh yeah, Portugal. No <laughs> jokes there. Just good football knowledge. <coughs> sport. <laughs> oh, I'm slightly worried about sport making that noise. I don't want there to be any more sport because I don't know what that noise denotes. Sport. sport. Ah! <laughs> that is a good. That's a cracking sport noise. Yeah. Sport. It's like a ball of flames. No, in my in my imagination, it's the word sport. Um, from many angles with flames around it, slamming into the front of the screen. Uh, I'm seeing that as ITV Sports new ident. You know, how BBC Sport has that. Atom, it used to atoms spinning around grandstand now. like in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, that's that's ITV's answer. Sport. <laughs> Your next one then, Switzerland. Oh, help us out. Which categories? It could fall under several yeah. categories, that could, actually. If I say it's geography, it doesn't help you at all. But Well, no, at least we know it's not sport. <laughs> is, it <something> to... <laughs> is it something to do with the Andrews sisters? Oh, yes, sort of. No, what? In, in the very throwback to a much earlier show sense, yes, it is. Uh, the Alps, then. Yeah, we're looking for one particular Alp. 
Dave the Alp. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dave the Alp. King Alp the first. Uh, it's a big Alp, certainly. Matterhorn. Yes, there ah. we go. What country is home to the Matterhorn? The there, Matterhorn. There is <laughs> it sounds so- like something from physics. <laughs> there is someone out there, I bet you, someone out there who has named their penis Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Summon the Matter. <laughs> Your next one, then. Where'd the card I had just go? Oh, it's in my hand. Um... <laughs> That's nearly as bad as the time my brother and I both tried to look for our phones while we were on the phone to each other. <laughs> I was Wow. I once tried looking for my car keys while I was driving. <laughs> I can't I some traffic lights. I can't feel my keys. I can't Oh my god, I've lost my bloody car keys. <laughs> well I'm never thinking of cause the car's on, we're move we're about to move off. <laughs> yes, your next one is love. What's the lowest score in tennis? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Um, no. Yes. You're, clo- you're certainly in the right area. Yeah. But I'm looking for the etymology of it, if you know it. Oh, I did it's know French. it. It's French. It is? Based on what word? Love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I'll give you that. Le Oeuf, actually. It's an egg, isn't it? A zero. Spot on. I will yeah. give you. Well, Mystery Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. So, in, in tennis, the score can be 15 egg. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it can. <laughs> if I get the tickets in the ballot for Wimbledon, I'm going to go with a. What's the word for a, a Car- punnet of eggs? Carton. <laughs> Great. Punnet. A carton of eggs. Carton. A freshly picked punnet of eggs. <laughs> a punnet of eggs. <laughs> As a side note with the love thing, yeah. that's why in cricket you're out for a duck. Why? Duck egg. I did not know that. Yeah. See, yeah, he's got the facts. So it's all right like... to do cream for that. It'll clear right <laughs> up. Your next one is Canada. If I had a duh and I put it into a tubular metal no. receptacle, no, God, no, with a lid at each end, no. I know traditionally we start with a cheap pun, but that's ridiculous. Whereabouts is the right half French? <laughs> no? Uh, no, we're looking for a geographical feature. Something it has more of than any other country. Bears! <laughs> Not technically a geographical feature. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant mountain of bears! Largest bay. Uh, more than coast? That. There oh. we go. The most coastline. They boast about the most of the coast. Yes. Does it have a top oh. then as well? It does. No, it goes on forever. <laughs> Endless, endless Canada. As far as the eye There's can see. There's the edges, no top. It's the top a wet top. <laughs> if it yeah. was, Matthew, the top to is be a fair, wet top. Is it, it like an island with an America stuck on the bottom? <laughs> wow. Surely it'd be worse if it had a wet bottom. <laughs> I need to stop geographizing. <laughs> Got a lot of islands, big islands oh, up it? in the northeast. That is like the, the most. I love that. Yeah, Canada is a big island sorry, with America stuck on the bottom. Yeah, sorry, Matt. <laughs> top right. Um, <laughs> your next one is Ecuador. Ecuador. What? Mm. Name a country on the equator. Yeah, we're looking for something that they. Well, Ch- chocolate. Own. I was going to go for. Um, <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. We're looking for somewhere where they have their flag flying. The Ecuadorian embassy. Julian Julian Assange's arse, yes. It's actually a requirement of staying in the embassy that he has to get a little tramp stamp on the back of his... um... No, actually, I was thinking actually they just shoved a very small flag up his ring piece and told him to hold it there. 
we're still looking for somewhere that uh, the Ecuadorian flag is flying. Some very famous islands here. Oh, some gestures from uh, from Chris there. Stupid brain. It's not the Galapagos, is it? It is. Oh, <laughs> oh, sir. Yes, the Galapagos Islands. Uh, the Ecuadorian flag flies over them. Your next one, then. Rocky Marciano. One of the two real boxers the character in Rocky's based on. Oh, he is a boxer. You're absolutely right there. Yeah, I know. Well, you see, this isn't technically Rocky Marciano. And I'll explain Sorry, that. are you saying that the answer isn't what you've just said? Well, the, the answer on the card is Rocky Marciano, but we're not talking about the real person here. Have any of you heard of the computerised boxing championship? No. 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 So the answer is, who won the 1970 computerised all-time world heavyweight boxing championship? Computer boxing. What they wanted to do was get the, the heavyweights of all time to fight each other. They fed all their details into a special computer program, which produced a blow-by-blow account. They've analysed all their performances yeah. and combined them. Wrote a script about for it, got some actor to commentate on it, added crowd noise, and then played it out to cinemas and theatres live around America. And people bet on the result. So what was the final? I, I don't know who the final was. I do know that the BBC changed it so that Muhammad Ali won. That sounds like that thing I've seen, uh, I don't think it's on Discovery, I think it's on a less reputable channel. I think it's on like Ultimate Warrior or something like that. Oh, good grief, yes. I've seen one episode of that. That was terrible. I think the one I saw was the IRA versus the Taliban. Yes! (laughs) That was a bit of an eye-opener, to be honest. Good grief. That's the kind of thing that you just could not broadcast in the UK. No, no, no. If For those of you who would like to know the winner, the IRA would beat the Taliban, apparently. They acted this out been... in, like, a warehouse yard or something. It was like a forest, yeah. They kind of acted out. But they kind of pretend it's a computer simulation. They will put a slight digital fake sheen over it. Yeah. But it's actually just some guys dressed as the IRA and some guys dressed as the Taliban having it out in a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> Your last one, then. The Jackrabbit. <laughs> How does that get a giggle? Oh, it's not Matt Grace. <laughs> <laughs> the bouncy is not in bed. <laughs> oh dear. The jackrabbit, gents. No, we're looking for why it got its name. They used it to lift up automobiles? <laughs> <laughs> You just kind of grab the ears and pump them, and the rabbit steadily inflates. And... I thought you'd do it with the tails. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ears. Sort of... yeah. <laughs> yeah, up until about 1923, every car had a rabbit in the boot. Just for that. <laughs> That's why I've got Starsky and Hutch. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Oof! Jet rabbit. This didn't make sense. They have a car. It's the only connection there. Just Starsky driving around with a car full of car lifting rabbits. Yes. <laughs> Solving crimes that involve cars being lifted. It's something to do with its movement or something like that. No, it's to do with its ears. Resemble those of a jackass. Oh, right, they've got long ears. They've got long ears. Congratulations, Matt. Uh, you win that show. Uh, you win Gluten Roulette. It's six small bread rolls, five of which are specially gluten-free, and one which will make any celiac <laughs> themselves. So, <laughs> fun for the family. <laughs> With that, uh, it's goodbye to Chris. Farewell. <laughs> to Gary. <laughs> and to Matt. <laughs> Who found the bread roll? <laughs> I've been Tom. That's been the Tech Diff. We'll see you next week. Can I redo that without the word tramp stamp? Because I know someone who's got one and she'll hurt me. <laughs> oh. No, it's, it's just a requirement. It's got a little tattoo, you know, on the small... Bull- you said tramp stamp. Yeah. Don't try and get around this. <laughs>